Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Dare to Dream Bigger podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa, inside work magician for entrepreneurs and passionate world changers. And today I want to talk to you about such a common problem in the entrepreneurial community. Whether you are growing to be the next Steve Jobs or you're setting up a local yoga class, I hear this lament over and over again. And today, I'm going to give you five reasons why it comes up and some suggestions for solutions. So, if you've ever found yourself telling yourself people just don't want to pay for what I offer, keep listening. So, I've been an entrepreneur since 2002. And during that time, so much has changed, particularly in the online world. But there's one thing that hasn't. I remember back in 2002 doing the first online business course I could find, having paid a fortune for it, and hearing people in the forums complaining over and over again. People love my free stuff, but I can't get people to pay me. That was in 2002. Now, I'm recording this in 2017, 15 years later. And if you do a quick trawl through Facebook groups for business supports and entrepreneurs, you'll find that message is still coming up each and every day. Nobody will pay me for what I'm offering. Now, the thing is, unless you're genuinely offering something that nobody on the planet wants, that's not true. It's a belief and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So here's a scarily common scenario. You're doing what you've been told by the big business gurus. You're giving away your best stuff for free. You've got your upgrades in there to get people to pay you and people just aren't getting out their credit cards. And you might have somebody who says, oh, that was really great. But you know what? I just can't afford such and such with you right now. And you accept that. You pick up the belief that nobody wants to pay for the kind of stuff I do. Then a month later, you see somewhere on Facebook that they've signed up for somebody else's high ticket program. And you realise it wasn't true that they couldn't afford it. It's just they didn't want to buy from you. And we all know how that feels. I know I've been there and done that too. I have that T-shirt. But over the last 15 years, I've done the inside work. That means I figured out what's really going on. And I'd love to shortcut that journey for you today in today's podcast. So if that would be useful to you, please listen on. So how do you get yourself out of it? Well, I want to share with you five reasons why hungry customers don't want to pay you and it might not be what you think. So it's not likely to be down to your sales page. I've got a personal example of this recently. I'm going on a retreat in a couple of weekends time with somebody I'd never heard of before who it was simply a recommendation from a friend. I looked at their sign up page and it wasn't great. (laughs) But in my heart, it felt right. I gelled with this person. Something about them felt like it was the right thing to do. And as a result, I have cleaned out my diary made a significant investment both financially and in arranging childcare, and I'm going on this retreat. So when people say, hey, have my sales page cheat sheet template thing, that's not going to bring you customers. This person certainly hadn't used a sales page cheat sheet template. And I found with my clients who've made the biggest investment in working with me, very few of them actually read the sales page. Sure, it needed to be there because it needs to instill confidence and answer people's questions and address their objections. 
But when I talked to them about what made them say yes, with almost all of them, they said yes before they'd even got through the first part of the page. The rest of it was just reassurance. So that doesn't mean that sales pages are relevant, but it does mean if people aren't paying you, there's something else going on. And simply borrowing somebody else's sales page copy layout structure is not going to fix it. So here are five reasons I've found over the last 15 years of mentoring entrepreneurs and passionate world changers why hungry customers don't want to pay you. These hungry customers, by that I mean they want to make the change or transformation you offer and you're resonating with them, but they still won't pay you. So the first one, it's not about you, it's about them. They haven't yet said yes to the change or transformation that you offer or create. And if they haven't said yes, and that's something you can't force them to do, it doesn't matter if what you're offering is free or the most expensive thing on the planet, they're not going to sign up. Yes, you can apply leverage. Yes, you can address their objections. Yes, you can warm them up and get them excited. But at the end of the day, only they can say yes. And they have to say yes to themselves before they'll get out their credit card. Number two, they're not clear about how you're different. They're not clear really about what it is that means you can offer the transformation they're looking for when somebody else can't. And I cover this in detail in the Dare to Dream Bigger Handbook. In step one, it's clarity about your big why, your big vision, your big message. In step two, we clear out the blocks for your inner rockstar confidence. And in step three, we look at your credibility so that you become the go-to expert in your niche. If you're looking in the mirror and your heart is telling you that from your website, your sales page, your communications, it's not clear to a hungry customer what it is that makes you different. I strongly suggest you work through those first three steps in the book. That's daretodreambiggerhandbook.com. Number three, now this was incredibly common. They're not convinced by the value you offer. In other words, you haven't helped them to understand that this investment they're about to make will pay back for them in other ways. It might make their life easier, quantify it. It might fix a particular problem they're suffering from. Be direct about that. Ask them what it's worth to them. Talk to them about the time it will save. What is it they will gain? Will it be time? Will it be health? Will it be happiness? Will they grow their business? Will they be fitter? Will they have better relationships? The more you can quantify the results that you're producing and back that up with case studies and testimonials, the more you can talk to them about the value that you offer and the more likely they are to tip that balance. It's like a seesaw, yeah? You're asking them to make an investment, time, effort, money and trust. In order to make that investment easier, they need to be able to easily see and quantify the payback. The thing is, I used to be head of market research at a major international brand. And our research showed what psychologists have since proven, which is that people buy on emotion and they back it up with logic. So somebody might say yes to what you're offering with their emotions, but their credit card backs it up with logic. If you're in the whooshy, whooshy, washy, woolly, oh my, whatever will help you to do this, and it's all vague, that credit card logic is not going to tip the balance. The seesaw is going to stay the wrong way. So find ways to quantify the value that you're offering and you'll find it easier for people to say, you know what, my emotions said yes, my logic said yes, I'm in. Number four, 
Now, I'm going to dispute received wisdom on this. You get the big name business gurus telling you you've got to move the free line is the quote they use. Give your best stuff away for free to get people on board and then you'll suddenly have clients that want to pay you five figures a minute to help them. Okay, I'm exaggerating and being facetious. But if I hear one more guru saying move the free line, I'm going to have to go and meditate to chill out. So here's the thing. These guys that are saying, and girls that are saying, move the free line, in other words, give your best stuff away for free, they already have seven figure consultancy businesses. They already have more than enough clients paying them and the coaches that work for them an absolute fortune for the transformation they offer. The food is in their fridge. The kids have shoes on their feet. Their needs are met. They can afford to give most of what they do away for free to thousands of people because they know that they've got funnels and systems in place that will bring them the high ticket clients. But to get to that stage, if you even want to, giving everything away for free is like running a restaurant and offering a free starter and then a free main course and then a free pudding and being surprised that people don't want to pay you a fortune for coffee and mints. Yeah, you've filled them up. You've met their need, that hunger, that pain that was inside them. You've met. Now, here's the thing. I would much rather work with somebody who's made a small investment, say, by buying one of my books and help them to get ready to move up to the next level than spend months of effort trying to persuade a freebie hunter that they want to know where their credit card is. I know that sounds harsh. And you'll know if you look at my website, the vast majority of what I do is there for free. But if you want to do the deep dive work, that's not free. Why? Because there has to be an energy exchange. I need to feed my kids. (laughs) I need to put fuel in my car. I need to be able to pay my web hosting. And frankly, if there's not an energy exchange, then it means the person hasn't really committed. It doesn't mean that you have to charge huge figures for what you do. But the more you give away for free, without boundaries, without a clear process for people to make a financial energetic commitment when they upgrade the more you're just going to fill your email list with freebie hunters, the more you're going to feel frustrated, you're going to resent people. Moving the free line is one of the worst bits of business advice I've ever heard. And everybody I've seen who's done it has struggled. Okay, there are a few people who've made it work, but we need to put our foot down here and change the philosophy. You get enough for free, to try it on for size, to see if we're a good fit working together. But if you want to make a commitment to actually create the transformation or have the experience or whatever it is your business offers, then you need to make an investment. Then number five, and this one's incredibly common. Okay, we tell ourselves we hate selling. We don't like marketing. We just want to do what we do best and do it well. So this is the fifth reason why hungry customers won't pay you. You haven't asked for the sale. So we do this so often, we hide behind our fear of selling. But if you don't ask for the sale, what happens is you get somebody excited, warmed up. They can see the potential of the transformation. They can try it on for size, experience it. They know it's going to work. And then they go and buy it from somebody else. Yeah, (laughs) it happens so often. If you're not asking for the sale, you need to do some inside work. Okay. so those are the five reasons I find so often with my clients, my readers, my students, why hungry customers won't pay you. 
It's not that they don't know where their wallets are. It's that you need to do some inside work to allow you to help them understand the difference you can make with clear boundaries between what's free and what's not. So if you found this useful, please share this episode far and wide. And if you want some extra support, I strongly suggest you work your way through the Dare to Dream Bigger Handbook. That's daretodreambiggerhandbook.com. You'll find practical mentoring exercises, deeper dive training, strategies for working your way through any blocks you've got on allowing people to pay you. And I'd love to hear from you via the comments. If you're struggling to get people to pay you, what do you think the block is? So here's how to find out how you're getting in your own way. Hungry customers won't pay me because. Write down at least five answers. Hungry customers won't pay me because. These are your hidden blocks, excuses and fears. Then for each one, ask yourself in turn, is that excuse block fear, that because, is it really true? If the answer is no, draw a big line through it. Stop living by that lie, yeah? If you're getting a yes, okay, ask yourself the question, what do I want instead? And what action could I take today to move towards that? Let me know via the comments. I would love to hear from you. As I say, there's loads of help for you on this in daretodreambiggerhandbook.com. I'd love to share that with you. And here's to you getting a fair energy exchange for the value, experience or transformation that you offer. You deserve it. And by accepting it, you get to help even more people. And to help you with making that bigger difference in the world, I don't want you to feel like you're on your own on this. If this podcast has got you thinking and you'd like some free virtual mentoring, I've got a workbook for you over at the show notes page for this episode. You can download your workbook, which has got three inside work hacks you can do today at zero cost that will help get your hungry customers paying you. And it's yours as my gift go to www.clareyosa.com forward slash articles forward slash hungry hyphen customers. That is www.clareyosa.com forward slash articles forward slash hungry hyphen customers and download your virtual mentoring workbook.